everyone. We are excited that you were able to join us once again. And as always, we're asking that you would like and share this stream. And if you have a question, you can always put it in the chat. I'm Dr. Nay, the Assistant Pastor of Empowerment of Faith. And we have been blessed to hear from Dr. Larry in our personal development study. And if you, once again, if you have a question, you can put it in the chat and we'll try to answer it during our live stream. Shalom again, and Dr. Larry to you. All right. And we say shalom also. And uh, for those who don't know, it's not a cliche. Uh, when you look at the meaning, each letter word meaning in the Hebrew that spelled that word shalom, you'll get its intent. And one of the meanings of shin in this, this, this text, this content, this context here is to destroy. All right. And then the lamed mean what has established or connected. The mem in this text means chaos. And mem is the anointing or what happens in the spiritual realm, what comes from. But in it, when it's out of order, it's chaos. It's chaos. So Shalom is saying to destroy the authority that Lamed, excuse me, that Lamed means authority, then evolve means to establish or connect. So Shin destroy, uh, Lamed authority, Vav establish or connect, and then the Mim in this context is chaos. When we say Shalom from a posture of knowledge, what we are saying, that all chaos that has established itself and the authority that brought it in that's in your life is destroyed. So when you hear Shalom now, when you say it, that's what you are speaking. You're speaking a blessing by getting rid of the cursing, curse that may be uh, operating in somebody's mind or in their life. All right, so we're gonna go into our series we're in now. And that is, they'll put the title page up. We're looking at kingdom laws that govern wealth, kingdom laws that govern wealth. Every kingdom has a king who dominate a territory through his influence. The authority of his influence dominate the territory and the citizens. Notice we said his authority dominates through influence and not dictatorship. So when Yeshua said, change the way that you think because the kingdom is, is here now, what he was saying, the original rulership and dominion of the father in man is back in the presence of Yeshua himself. The Holy Spirit was with him. He never said, change the way you think because Christianity is here. He never said, change the way you think because the church is here. He never said change the way you think because Islam is here. He never said change the way you think because Yahuwahism is here. Called Judaism. There are no J's in Hebrew. That's why we say Yahuwahism. He never said any of that. As a matter of fact, all of those are man-made. They're man-constructed, man-formulated, man-infused, and man-written in transliterations, mistranslations that you find in the Bible. 
So there are laws. Again, there are laws. There are laws in our government of democracy. The laws that govern wealth here, where we live in America, are founded upon capitalism. So when everybody get through talking about all men created equal and all this kind of stuff, check the bank accounts and you'll find out is all men created equal. If all of, of us were equal, there would be no poverty. There would be no filthy, mean, rich people running around oppressing people to keep their wealth. There would be no racism. And most people don't know what racism is. I'm going to tell you what it is in case you don't know. Racism is a competitive race between different ethnic groups to control and dominate finances at the damage and harm and usury of other ethnic groups with no concern about that group. Whether it's oppression, forced labor, unjust laws, whatever it may be, these you got an ethnic group who is after the finances because the world system noted whoever controlled the money controlled the world. That's what America is based on. Now, if you are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven, of the king and his dominion, you do not, I repeat, you do not allow your life to be dictated by the capitalistic system. Uh, Dr. Renee, and she's going to be ministering also, uh, did a message, exiting, E-X-I-T-I-N-G, -E the American dream. Exiting the American dream, not entering in. Because when you you cannot enter the American dream without marrying debt, without paying two hundred thousand dollars for a thirty thousand dollar house, you cannot do it. It's based on your credit score, your FICO score, and if you lose the job, you lost the dream. That has nothing, absolutely positively nothing to do with the government of the kingdom of heaven, which was designed to govern the citizens in earth who have been put here to colonize the earth and make the earth just like hell. So citizens of the kingdom, you have work to do. We all have work to do. And we must learn these laws that govern our dominion or the dominion that we live in that our king has set in place for us to live by in our area of finances. So that's why when you see this message, kingdom laws that govern wealth, that's what we are talking about. Kingdom laws that govern wealth, okay? All right, now, we are not going to review, we started it this weekend and uh, sound was, kind of messed up at the beginning, we get it straight and just hear the message, you know, we had some glare in the background and things like that. And we believe in excellence and we made adjustments, but don't let that throw you off from hearing the message. Just like we listen to everything else we can be listening throughout the day uh, to what's being taught. So we're gonna go to uh, note 16. And we was looking at uh, what is transferable and we wanna pick up there uh, before we move forward. What is transferable? What is transferable? Generational wealth 
of transfer as relating to kingdom law. That's, that's the part we're in right now. Generational wealth transfer as relates to kingdom law. However you need to arrange it in your head so it'll stick. Kingdom laws that govern generational wealth, that's fine. You know, I'm more interested in you getting the content as well as the context because within the content, you see the original idea of the father and that'll help us uh, discern and validate the true contextual meaning. Content is substance, it's the foundation that the text, which is the meaning, stand on. So let's pull up note uh, 16, no, note 15. Let's put it up, our ministry tech will put it up as we get into that. Okay, now we had uh, actually five points here and just hold just a moment, hold just a moment. Go on, put it up, hold just a moment. All right, now those five points were, we looked at five basics uh, commodities of transferable wealth. Now we said asset, and I know everything that's an asset is not necessarily transferable. That's why we put assets, and assets is anything that is an asset in terms of, of either ownership or substance of value that can be counted as an asset versus a liability. When you look at a balance sheet, when you look at that, it'll show your assets as well as your liabilities and you subtract the liabilities from the asset and that'll determine your net worth. The net worth it's what's left over after you subtract your liability from your asset. I think I got that right. I've been in business for a minute. So what's transferable, what's transferable is our assets. Number two, land. Land is transferable. It holds its value when it go to the next generation. A transfer is transferring something to someone else that they did not work for or they did not accumulate on their own. We are looking at transferable wealth based on inheritance. Your genes that has been put into another human being, primarily your children. And we also mentioned if you don't have children, then you still can do a generational transfer into a protege that you are mentoring. All citizens of the kingdom must be mentoring somebody at all times, all times. All right. Then you got personal property. Jury that holds its value. Not the uh what you call that jury, Dr. Renee? Uh the cosmetic. Jury, not cosmetic jury, not the bling bling, not that stuff. Not rented stuff that you see these rappers wearing and things like that. We're not talking about that. We're talking about jury that hold that will hold its value and be an asset. To generations to come. Here is one. It should have been at the top, but I'm not. I'm going. I'm not necessarily going in the order of priority. But knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge being exposed to 
how to wasn't, uh, I mean, not, not how to, knowledge being exposed to what's there wasn't being exposed to how to use what's there. That is a generational transferable wealth, generational transferable wealth. When you pour knowledge and wisdom into a protege, into someone, and they receive that, they take that and they build off of it. Now, uh, Ms. Leah 8 and 22, Ms. Leah 8 and 22, and I'm going to get it myself just in case. Ms. Leah 8 and 22. No, that's not the one. I went to it. I think I got a misprint on my end. Let me see. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tell you what, let's look at. Uh, oh, this is real good. Uh, begin at verse 12. Miss Leah 8 and 12. Now, to the English speaking people, that has been transliterated into Proverbs. The original name was not Proverbs. Uh, the writer of the book never named it a proverb. It was Mishlea, 8 and 12. Now, come on, read that for me, uh, reader. And I, this time, I'll tell you when to stop or be prepared for me to interject while you're reading. Go right ahead. But when they believed Philip, as he preached the things concerning the kingdom of Elohim. Now, we're Mishlea, Mishlea, 8 and 12 is up is on the screen. What she is getting at, uh, Dr. you can you catch that? What she is getting at? Eight. Yes, I wisdom dwell with prudence. Now, key. Now we're talking about wisdom and knowledge is transferable wealth. I is the wisdom. Wisdom is the word. Go right ahead. And find out knowledge and discretion. The fear of Yahweh is to hate evil. Pride and arrogance and the evil way and the perverse mouth I hate. Counsel is mine and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me, kings reign and rulers decree justice. By me, princes rule and nobles all the judges of the earth. I love those who love me. And those who seek me diligently will find me. Riches and honor are with me, enduring riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yes, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. I traverse the way of righteousness in the midst of paths of justice, that I may cause those who love me to inherit wealth that I may fill their treasuries. Now, now what, look, now what, what did the scripture say? I, the scripture says, I'm gonna try to find it myself because it looked like I, I jumped off of it. Okay, go back. I cause that I may cause those who love me. You seeing it? That I may cause those who love me now that, that's verse 21 and i'm gonna check real quick and see what hebrew word is there you're not going nowhere okay that's verse 20 
that I might cause those who love me. Now, that word, if you look, the uh, that's the New King James. In the NIV, it doesn't say that. Yeah, it say those who love me, and it's the Hebrew word, uh, ahava, ohava. It's spelled, but yet high aleph. But yet high aleph. Now, Hebrew reads not from left to right, but from right to left. So in the Hebrew, it's spelled, excuse me, aleph, but yet, I mean, aleph, <laughs> high, but yet. <laughs> aleph, but yet, spells father, those who love me. This is the word talking, who is Yeshua, those who love me. Again, uh, you, well, you don't have time. I don't want him to go to it. I'm going to leave it there. So the Hebrew word, aha, Aleph, but yet spells father. There's a high in the middle of the spelling for the word aha. Now, if, if we could put an interlinear, it would be great. But if not, you can just leave it there because most, most of us studying, you know, I just like at times to show others. Uh, trust us that it's there. The Hebrew word aha, those who now. So you get father, and then you get high. High, the word high is spelled Aleph high. It means to reveal or a revelation from heaven manifested in the earth. You, you remember Yeshua said in Matthew 6, he said, your will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Yeshua said, when you see me, you see the father. I am a revelation on earth of who the Father is in heaven. So when you see the word love, the original intent and the contextual meaning that the Father was communicating to us is that love is a revelation of who he is. When we become and be who he is, we are love expressed just like he was here himself. So he said that I may cause those who reveal me in the earth to inherit wealth that I may feel their treasure. That, that's, that's a game changer. That, that changes everything. Because we know the father, he loved everybody. But everybody do not carry or everyone do not possess generational wealth that has been given them by the father and everybody treasures are not full. When a capitalistic culture, society, and a nation where you get rich, rich, and you get poor, poor, the middle class is being eliminated. The wealth gap is spreading as we speak. That's by desire. But the scripture says, those who reveal who I am in the earth, I will make sure that they have generational wealth by way of inheritance. I'm going to make sure that they inherit wealth through me filling their treasure. And that treasure that brings in wealth is valuable and it can, it can be transferred to the future generations. Now, he said wisdom. 
wisdom and knowledge qualifies as generational wealth. And then he said, Yahweh possessed me at the beginning of his way before his works of old. I have been established from everlasting from the beginning before there was ever an earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no foundations abounding in the water before the mountains were settled, before the hills, I was what? Brought forth. Why? As yet he had not made the earth or the fields or the uh, primo dust of the world. When he prepared the heaven, I was there. You know who that's talking about. We know who this is talking about. Look at Yochanan 1 and 1. Yochanan uh, 1 and 1. All right. Now, in the beginning, remember I said wisdom is the word. In the beginning was the word. This word here is, is, is not... The original word is not logos or rhema. Those are Greek words. The original word is the Hebrew word, the bar, as some say the var, and the Hebrew word oak or olive vav tav. That's the original word for the word word. And I'm going to show you that in a minute. In the beginning was the, the var or the bar or the oak and the, the bar, the var. Oh, was with Elohim and the, the bar, oh, was Elohim. He was in the beginning with Elohim. All things were made through him and without him, nothing was made that was made. Now the Hebrew word, uh, the bar, dalet, dalet beret resh. 7% of the Hebrew language have root words. Bet resh is the Hebrew word for son. Dalet, uh, it means access or to open or to authorize. In the beginning was the son who authorized creation to come into being. Now, get Bereshit one and one. Uh, I would like it in the interlinear, but like I said, uh, we won't try to do it now. Now, look, look at this. This is the English rendering, not the Hebrew. The English translation says, in the beginning, Elohim God created the heavens and the earth. That's it. They left out. They left out, oh, they left out the word. It's left out of all English translations. You only find in Hebrew translation, the word Aleph, Vav, Tav. The Hebrew reads like this, Baroshi, Bara, Elohim, Oak or Alevav Tav, who is the word, created. The word created the heavens and the earth. That's what he just said in Yochanan. Everything was created by the word. By what word? The Alevav Tav. It's right there in the Hebrew. It's right there in the Hebrew. Now, Yeshua said over in the book of Hazan, transliterated Revelation uh, 1 and 8, I believe, he said, I am the oat, not Alpha and Omega. He was not a Greek. He was not making a declaration from the Greek alphabet. That Alpha Omega come from the Greek letters. The Hebrew, he said, I am the O. When he, what he was saying, he wasn't making reference to alphabet. He was saying, I'm the word that created everything in the beginning. 
So back to Mitch Leia, uh eight and what what 21 when he said those who love me let's go now let's go back this is original teaching from the original language without the help of the greek folk or the english translator or the king james translators or the niv translators, none of them this is the holy spirit translations of how things should be now let's go back to um miss leo eight i think was uh around at 22 8 and 22, right in there. 21, there we go. Uh, uh, scroll down a little bit to 21. And this is a personal development study. This is why we on purpose are doing things the way we're doing, so that hopefully somebody would go and look at it for themselves and do their own searching. We broke away from the formalities on purpose. Now, with that in mind, uh read verse 21 again we, our reader's going to read and then i want you to read along out loud in your homes go ahead verse 21 with your mics off now i want one mic on that's the reader and everybody else with your mics off you read it in your home go right ahead that i may cause those who love me to inherit wealth that I may fill their treasuries. Yahweh possesses that's it. at verse the beginning. No, verse 21 is okay. all on. Verse 21. Thank you. Now, a light should have blinded everybody. And that light that blinded you was the light that's saying, let me be a revelation of who the Father is, and I won't be stressing out here trying to get seven streams of income. He never said to get seven streams of income, uh, uh, cotton picking, uh, bean shelling, whatever I could say right here. He said, reveal him and he would make sure that we inherit wealth and he would fill our treasure. Not you out trying to work seven streams of income doing. Our mandate is to be a revelation of who the father is in the earth. Period. Now focus on that. Go to sleep at night. Enjoy yourself in the evening uh, song. Enjoy the morning dew. Stop working 19 and 20 hours a day. Put that time in praying, worshiping, obeying, and saying, Father, I want to be a revelation of you are, who you are. See, that's capitalism have entered into the corridors of the hearts, the deepest corridors of the hearts of citizens of the kingdom. And everybody out here trying to do it. And oh, and ooh, and ah, and e, and I, and oh, and you. Who is really trying to be a revelation of who he is? Did Yeshua do it? You see him out there? Busting them, oh, he got to burn the midnight hour. Only midnight, I mean, oil, only midnight oil he was burning was before his father getting direction. Oh, y'all didn't catch no fish today? <laughs> Is that right? Wow and wow. Just put your net right over there. Ooh, me, master, Lord, I know you, Lord, you the man. Man, we, we, our boat sinking, we got so much. Your boat could have been sinking like that when you first came out here. If you had spent more time with me 
than trying to go out here and get your seven strings of income. That is not a law of the kingdom. I know where it is. He didn't say do it. He said it was seven ways. And the thought there was this, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And I'm not telling nobody about no Easter neither. Dad and mama told us all the time, don't put all your eggs in one basket because you drop it, all of them will get broke. I feel the Holy Ghost in this house. That's what you're saying. I hope we get in this. Kingdom laws. You citizens of the kingdom, you don't operate like that. Stop listening to people, get you out there working yourself crazy. And when you get your little money, you have no relationship. When you get your little money, you don't have nobody. And if you lose the money, you will find out you really didn't have nobody because they was around you just for your money and what they can suck out of you. Be happy. Focus on being happy. Focus on enjoying life. Focus on enjoying what you get. Focus on being more thankful. Then we'll be more thankful. Focus on who the Father is. Focus on learning the voice of the Holy Spirit. Focus on learning your own human, uh, the voice of your own human spirit. Focus on being a revelation of who the Father is. So when people see you, they see the Father. Focus on that. All right, now, uh, uh, access. Let's go back to our five, five points. Access, here's another uh, product of that's valuable, that qualifies for transferable wealth, and that's access to financial resources. Ask, somebody say access. Access, Dalet, that's what one of the meaning of Dalet, it means access. We have access to heaven because what the son did, Davar, what the word accomplished in the earth. Dalet, access, bet rest son, the son is Yeshua. And those who don't believe in Yeshua, you don't get access. You got to work for it. Ain't no point of you tired of nowhere or nothing else because you don't, <laughs> what's use doing that not having eternal life? You get the blessing of it, but what's the use of being rich and going to hell? But anyway, access to financial resources. So when we talk about kingdom laws that governs a transfer and what's transferable in terms of wealth, when a first generation, first generation, or uh, you can, uh, first generation is someone who do the work to get something going. I'm gonna use being entrepreneur business you get something started that's transferable, all right? And everything that you do uh, also carries with it access to resources. Your name, I told you I was gonna go there, your name, a good name is better than money. You, your name will get you access to money that you don't have. If the money run out and you don't have a name, you don't have access. And the word name actually means reputation, character, honor, good reputation, good character, caring honor, and, and substance with who you are will get you in the doors. We have gotten accounts open. I've experienced this for years. I didn't have to write, fill out nothing. They said, we'll send you the application later. You can, we'll open an account for you now. And have the materials on site. I ain't filled out nothing. The application come later. The name is out there. Okay, we'll give this to you for a lot less so you can get this. We heard about you. We've been around. I was telling somebody yesterday. I said, we don't, we don't try to be public. 
but we're a 35 year GC. We've been around a minute. And we just don't, we ain't trying to be in front of everybody. We just be want to be in front of who we supposed to be in front of because we're not trying to publicize us. We want to leave a legacy for this next generation. Somebody need to catch that. And that's why you don't, you know, we got a little Facebook page for our company. And I won't say little, we got, but we don't do a lot. We don't do a lot of publicity in this capitalistic society we live in. We, cause the Holy Spirit lead, he got, when he lead, he got, you don't have to do all this stuff. I'll talk to a gentleman today and he just talked like he'd been knowing me for 30 years. <laughs> you know, open up and just, just share him and he feel better if he talked to him and stuff like that. He just told me the deal. I got to tell my wife about something. Well, I'm just going to ask so-and-so, so-and-so just to change that. And y'all can do that. And that'll cut out all that other process. And they got what they need. It's just increase your contract. I said, yeah, sound fine to me. And they're going to do the work. Are, are y'all catching this? You can take, the, take that down for a moment. Access. So what we are doing, my, my family, Renee and I, what we're doing, when I said me, I'm talking about my wife also, our children have access they didn't work for. That's, that's transferable. Because of who we are, they will accept, oh, that's your son? Oh, okay, no problem, we'll take care of him. That's access. And it's going to come by way of revealing the Father. The Father is honest. Y'all do know that, don't you? Did you know the Holy Spirit is very honest? He pay his bills. He's not telling folk he's going to do something and not do it. He's not trying to get the cheapest deal. He don't work seven jobs. He don't have seven businesses. This thing need to be broken. It's got to be broken. It don't work for kingdom cells. Take you away from where you need to be. And then the, the Lord, you can't be a representative of him. And he won't give you servants so that you can be free to worship him. People working for you. Because we are scrapping. And that's what I, listen, we all been taught this, y'all. Everybody was taught this. Go to school, get you a your, 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 uh, diploma. Go to college, get you a degree. You pay more money to get the degree than you make in the first 10 years after you got the degree. And that money could have been applied toward a business where you are paying for someone to get a degree, to get a skill set in their hand, rather than feeding the system. We, gotta, we just gotta change the way we think. Another government is here, change the way you think. So now I tell you what, I'm just learning, I'm learning how to, so I can read these books so these jokers won't beat me out or nothing. That's why I'm learning how to read. <laughs> you know, when I, and, and English, I'm learning how to communicate. It's not gonna make me rich. It's going to help me be more productive in my business or what I'm doing. You're not going to use me. I'm going to use you. And I'm going to get to the point where I can sponsor someone to go to med school. I can sponsor someone to go to dental school. I can sponsor. I'm not talking about no bachelor of science. None of that. I'm talking about something where people, there's a demand for you. And you got your own stuff going. Touch somebody and tell them you got to change the way that you think. Maybe I, I need to do that, get somebody excited. 
Touch him, touch him, touch him. Change, change. It's time, it's time. It's time for a change. Ah! And, you know, then we get happy. Oh, ow, ooh, ah. <laughs> you know, and go right back the next day doing the same okra cutting thing. Access to financial focus on baby boomers, millennial. Right now, you need to be focusing on if you hand, have not did it, it's still not too late doing this, doing this, focus on this. Get out of them clothes and do something with them. Shoes, do something with them. Oh, I used to do, oh, you don't know how I used to, how I used to. What about today? If what we used to do was so much, how come we don't have evidence today? Still running around the same mountain, looking at this, ooh, see this mountain I did? 30 years. Ooh, we, you used to walk up that mountain. Yeah, buddy, we sure did. Now, what benefit is it mean today telling somebody I walked up the mountain 30 years ago? That's the American dream. It's designed to put us in a rocking chair, get a watch, put a trophy on the wall, and sit around and rock our lives away. You need to tell yourself, I'm exiting the American dream. It's on YouTube. I'm pretty sure that message on YouTube. You all need to go listen to that. I was saying, you're bad. You're on them bad ones, boy. You telling folk to exit the American dream. My goodness. You got to be from another planet. All right, now. All right, so those are five areas that we need to focus on. And if the substance that we are placing our money on is not generating this, you're wasting money. You're wasting money. All right. Now let's now let's get into this right here. We're gonna touch it. I'm gonna get my time check. Get my time check. All right. Okay. The largest wealth generation transfer is coming. I didn't make this up. It's predicted, it's been proven by the financial scholars in this nation. Come on with the notes, note 16, pull it up, Ministry Tech, 16. And this published, you'll see my, uh, my site down here and what I make reference to. The next note, go to the next one. And you can check it out for yourself. Why I pull it off and I pull several other sites out, they all agree, uh, I mean, sites up and they agree that the largest wealth generational transfer, is the largest, the largest in this nation, not ever happened in the world, Manuel Musa, I believe that was his name. Uh, African King was the most wealthiest man that ever lived. On that end, we know that Solomon was the most wealthy man that ever lived that was blessed by the father. See, you get two different things there. Elohim blessed Solomon through David. And he was wealthy. Very, very, very. And he didn't kill nobody to get it. That's the other difference. All right, so the baby boomers uh, are born. You see where the baby boomers at? Where the silent generation, you see the notes down, 1928, 1945. 
Now, my mom was before that because she was born in 1924. And my daddy was born in 1904. Okay. So they were before the silent. They had the baby boomers, 1946 to 1964, ages now 55 to 73. See, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. And also being born in 61, I'm three years from being generation X, that's it. So I'm, I'm right on that transition, right on the end of one and going into another. That's why I'm so powerful. I got both both generations. But um, so the baby boom was again born between 1946, 1964, age in the age in 2019 was 55 to 73. So four years later, now the age of 59 uh to 77. Meaning that, you know, and you know, the the death died in America, most of them getting ready to make that transition. They're not getting all, all up in the, eight, in, in the years, you see. So the baby boomers are the one. And then you have Generation X, okay? And you see that those dates. And then you get the millennium. I'm talking to millennium. I'm talking to Generation X. I'm talking to baby boomers. I, I, I may have silent generation, not for sure. I'm getting the age. But the largest wealth generation transfer is coming. Boomers, come on, Rita, read that for us. Where say boomers? Boomers have more. Boomers have more wealth. Go ahead. You hit it first. You hit it first. Go ahead. Boomers have more wealth than any other generation, but millennials may not inherit as much as they hope. Say what? Say what? Not going to inherit as much as they hope. All right. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. My mom, my dad, they got money. They rich. They, you ain't getting what you think you get. Go right ahead. On the cusp of the greatest generation of wealth transfer in history, baby boomers are set to pass more than sixty-eight children trillion yes. onto their children. Mm -hmm. For one, 60, 60, 68 trillion is getting ready to be passed, and we just read all of it is not being passed. Because they have started using a lot of it on themselves, and we're going to see some other stats going to tell us why. Go right ahead. Growing financial insecurity and changing views about inheritance are part, partly responsible. Mm -hmm. Communicating a clear plan and the reasoning behind it can help families get on the same, same page, experts say. All right. Now, I got different points to keep from having stuff so long, but... These other points are giving a reason why that uh, the millennials won't get as much as they think. All right. Now, because of financial insecurities, you know, retirement funds being deleted, things happening, the baby boomers are saying, wait a minute, hold on. Insecurity, these jokers out there acting a nut. I'm not gonna let them blow everything. I'll leave them some, but they're not getting what I, I was gonna in what I really gonna leave them. I think I better enjoy some of this. And by cutting that back, it's gonna cut back the millennium amount of wealth to transfer. See, the system is set for failure in the world system, not the kingdom system. 
That's what we're showing you this, what's happening now. Things are changing. Uh, COVID affected the generational uh, wealth transfer. Uh, maxing out the debt ceiling. The United States have a debt that cannot be paid. The system is set to failure, to fail. And, but people are out of work and trying to get seven incomes in a system that's gonna fail relative to, I mean, instead of revealing the heart of the father, obeying the laws of the kingdom that govern wealth and reveal his heart in the earth and he will fill us and give us an inheritance of wealth and fill our treasures. That inheritance comes by way of the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the just. All right, let's get these notes back up here. We're gonna be through in a minute. Let's get these notes back up here. All right, now, and we let's go to our, our next one. I want you to see that what's coming. This is what's about to take place. Now, a lot of people are leaving here, and it's just as many people leaving here in their 30s and 20s than the baby boomers. A lot of generational X and not generation X, but the millennials, they are leaving here. You got this generation, the millennials, more of them are dying now than they are the baby boomers. Something's wrong. I just mentioned a Tory Boa, uh, uh, Boa, uh, uh, yeah, 32. Uh, Kimbo Slice, he was 42 or somewhere in there. He did. People dying, young folk dying. They are dying. That millennium. You know, the jab, uh, population control, that was, that was all about. Uh, other things are going on. It's just a lot of stuff happening that's, that's out of order and that's breaking the laws uh, of life. It's just, it's just not working like it's supposed to work. And it's affecting the wealth of the generation. Now, the wicked rich are behind most of this to make sure they keep all the money. All right, go to the next one. That's what you can't trust. You cannot, I repeat, trust in this world system. Now, uh, get ready is not going to happen like you think. Get ready is not going to happen like you think. So those who laying around waiting on mom and daddy to die, and you living like a drunk monkey riding the back of a squirrel dragging on his tail and thinking you're going to be all right, you ain't going to be all right. You're not going to be all right. Okay. And as relating uh, to the native-born Black Americans, you only make up around 13% of the total population. Now, you take that percentage, when we mention that six to eight trillion, and as a group in the uh, relating to the native-born Black Americans, we as a group only own a half a, I did say a half percent of the total wealth, a half. More was owned in 1865 than is owned now. Check the real stats out. Check Dr. Claude Anderson out. That's a forensic historian. They got the real numbers. I ain't talking about Oprah, LeBron, or Kobe. I'm not talking about the celebrities in the end. I'm not talking about them. Not talking about the 5%. I'm talking about group as a group. A half a percent of the wealth in this country. 
So you take a half a percent of that six to eight trillion and see what you come up with and see how much is being transferred, you know, just, just in the world. Now, kingdom citizens should not be in that statistic. Kingdom citizens that are learning the laws that govern the kingdom would not fall in that category. But if kingdom citizens do what the sinner do, kingdom citizens gonna get what the sinner get. All right. All right, come on, come on, Rita. Let's look, let's read this one. Studies show a growing disconnect between how much millennials expect to inherit and the great wealth transfer and how much aging boomers plan on leaving them. More than half or 52% of millennials who are experiencing to receive an inheritance from their parents or another family member said they expect to receive at least $350,000 according to a recent survey of more than 2,000 adults by the Alliant Credit Union. But 55% of baby boomers who plan to leave behind an inheritance say they will pass on less than $250,000. Now, these are the dealing with the major or the primary wealth holders in the United States. That's why I tell people all the time. If you're on that bottom in the economic level, please switch governments. Switch to the government of the kingdom. A much better government, much better benefits, much better policies, and laws are set to make sure that you carry wealth and transfer wealth. It's a win-win. I'm, I'm preaching the gospel now. See, religion teach, well, you ain't preaching the gospel if you don't preach them to the cross. If you don't show up, if you don't take them to the cross, you ain't preach. Shut up. Shut up. Talking all that stuff and people can't even afford to buy the medication that the deaf diet have, have put their bodies in. And then once they put the bodies in the position, they raise the medication so they can't even afford it. And, and you, 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 you preaching the gospel. Now, what's good about that news? Well, I'm going to heaven. We weren't created for heaven. We were created for earth. What's good about that news for you on the earth is the question. Take notes down for a minute. We're going to the next one. What is good about that good news? If and we were not created to go to heaven, we were created to dominate on earth. What good news are we hearing that's gonna benefit me in the earth? Which well, at least I'm going to heaven. We weren't created for heaven. You're coming right back on this earth. Now tell me what's the good news about that? Well, you just need to get saved. At least you know, wait, now I just need to get saved. We just need to get out and preach. Now we need, we need to go learn something and preach what Yeshua preached. And he preached a lifestyle that would take control, that, that would he, he preached a lifestyle that a person could have, whereas they could take control of their life circumstances. Life don't run you, you run life. Problems and situation, emotional pain, hurt, dejection, rejection, depression. Don't it don't run you, you run it. You are in control of your life. He said, I come to give you life. I didn't come for you to go to heaven. I came to give you a life 
right here in the earth. And an abundant life, a good life, <laughs> right here in the earth. That's what I came to do. I know some religious jokers get mad. I hope you get mad. Mad enough to repent and change. And religious folk, I hope you get mad enough. The church building costs more than the whole neighborhood does. And you're only in there two times a week and people barely making it, barely got water to drink. Sell the building, take care of the people. Oh, no, 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 doc. No, doc, I, you know, I got to I got to be known as having the biggest building. You know, I got to I got to have the most people, doc. Yeah, but, you know, you know, I got to have my Mercedes. Like, but your people suffering, though. Is that the Lord's way? Is that his will? For real? What gospel? What? I'm just asking the question. What is good about that news? That we live on this earth and suffer the whole time waiting to die to go to, go to heaven. You show me that gospel. You show it to me. Well, all, all, all I'm concerned about is, is, is Jesus uh, uh, and him crucified and the power of his resurrection. And a person saying it's suffering with cancer. What, what's good about that news? So when we talk about wealth, it, this, this is not a joke. This is not a joke. People are stressed out over money. Money is the number one cause for divorce and marriages because the marriage is based on capitalism. You were told to marry somebody who can take care of you. You were told to have your checking account, he have his checking account. You were told, like this mess Steve Harvey got folk all messed up, that if a woman don't have to bring nothing to the table, she bring herself, she bring the ability to reproduce you. That's all she got to bring. You supposed to take care of her. That, that is not the gospel of the kingdom. What you just said is the only value and worth a woman have is opening her legs, getting your seed, and having your baby. And that's all she need to be able to do. Now, you can get 25 Shanika's them to do that. 38 Shakara them, they can do that. Isn't that what we have right now? Isn't most of the babies being born being born out of wedlock? It's, it's a norm in the culture now for young ladies to have babies in church. And it's, 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 it's just normal. You just do that. You just go to church on Sunday. You have babies by 10 men if you want to. You still going to heaven. The devil is a liar. We preaching the real gospel. The real good news that people need to hear. The real, the, the message of the kingdom. Woman. You are a transferable asset. You fall in right in the category with the giftings that you have. When a father husband give you to another father husband, he gave that man an asset that's going to be a wealth for the future generation. Now think about that the next time you go to counsel somebody and they tell you about yourself. Next time you feel depressed, look at the mirror and tell yourself, I'm an asset. I'm transferable. I'm a blessing to future generations. What? I don't. And you look at yourself and you take the leggings and throw them away 
and put some clothes on and dress up like a decent woman who's going to affect generations, not with her sexual appearance, but with her value, that you're a person that a man need to build that wealth for future generations. And tell me the father won't transform your body, transform. Tell me he won't heal incurable diseases. Tell me he won't open your womb up. Tell me he won't create ovaries. Tell me he won't make stuff happen that never happened before. Tell me he won't put your body in a position that no doctor could ever create. Just tell me. I believe, I believe it. I'm like Shell when it's on the ship that an angel, a Malachim spoke to him and said, this ship, we can't fail because I believe what the words say. Now, after saying that, ain't no woman, listen to me right now, have no excuse for another sorry day in your life. Never, ever do it again. Just told you who you were. My goodness. Queen, you talking about queens? Man, I'm, what you mean a queen? I'm far more than a queen. I, I got generational wealth in me, abilities and giftings. Just give me, give me a man, where is he? <laughs> give me a husband, father. Let's prove, let's do this thing. And, and you'll find yourself with your husband there. But we got all these wrong perceptions about things based on the culture. Get a thousand dollars in your hand, thousand dollars in your hand. That's that's worth a thousand dollars. I'm gonna bless you. I'm gonna pray for you. Your husband gonna show up in seven days. If you get seven thousand dollars, he gonna show up in seven days. If you give ten thousand dollars, he gonna show up in three days. Everybody, every woman that can give me twenty thousand dollars right now, your husband will show up tomorrow. That's what these fools out here preaching. And y'all know I'm right about it. I'm going to stop here, y'all. We're going to do it because the next one is do you have a plan? I'm not going to start it because I can't get into it. We're going to uh, stop right there. Now, those who are listening, we are very radical, very, very radical. The message of the kingdom doesn't agree with no religion, no creeds or doctrine, none of it. When you hear the message of the kingdom, you are shaken from top to bottom. You are brought to a point of decision of saying, am I going to continue to live like this in this world or am I going to change my life through becoming a citizen of the kingdom by acknowledging that Yeshua paid a debt for me he didn't have to pay, that I wasn't even worth paying it. I was worth it, but I wasn't worth it. Let me change. I was worth it, but I wasn't worth it. We was worth it because he came. Elohim himself stepped into the earth to get us back. I'm challenging you to change your thinking Change the way that you live first by change your thinking. When you change your thinking, the way that you live will change by receiving Yeshua.